0: We'll look at Baptist Catechism 11 and 12 this afternoon. Question 11 is How does God execute his decrees? Answer, God executes his decrees in the works of creation and providence. What is the work of creation? The work of creation is God's making all things of nothing by the word of his power in the space of six days and all very good. That is question and answer 12. I'll read from Revelation chapter 4. This is the scripture reading for this afternoon. The entire chapter, it's so wonderful. Hear now the reading of God's most holy word. After this I looked, John says, and behold, a door standing open in heaven, and the first voice which I heard speaking to me like a trumpet said, Come up here and I will show you what must take place after this. At once I was in the Spirit, and behold, a throne stood in heaven, with one seated on the throne. And he who sat there had the appearance of Jasper and Carnelian, And were created. This is now the reading of God's most holy word. May He add His blessing to the preaching of it this afternoon. You know, last Sunday afternoon I told you that we were entering into a section of the catechism that teaches us about the works of God. When we talk about the essence of God, we are talking about what he is. And we have confessed that the triune God is a spirit, infinite, eternal, and unchangeable and his being wisdom power holiness justice goodness and truth that is what god is now we are talking about god's works we're considering what he has done and where did we start when talking about the works of god we started by talking about god's decree a decree is a declaration or an order god made a decree when did he decree we say in eternity before the creation of the world what did he decree all things that come to pass who moved God to decree what he decreed? We learned no one for who has been his counselor. God decreed according to his own will. And what was his aim? We said that it was the glory of his name that was his aim. So all of that was considered under the question, um, how does, uh, what is God's uh, decree? Uh, but now we are asking a, a different question. We've established that the decrees of God are His eternal purpose according to the counsel of His will, whereby for His own glory He has foreordained whatsoever comes to pass. Now we are asking the question, how does God execute His decree? How does He take this decree of His, this declared purpose of His, which was made before the world was created, how does He take this decree and work it out? How does He execute His decrees? The word execute means to carry out. If I say that a team executed their game plan. You know what I mean by that. We, we, we mean that they had a game plan before the game, and then they executed it, they carried it out. They had a plan, then they accomplished it. So we know that God has decreed or, or, for, or foreordained whatsoever comes to pass, and now the question is, how does he carry that decree out? How does he accomplish his plans and purposes? And the answer is rather basic but it's actually very important and foundational to a proper view of of the world and of God's relationship to it. Answer, God executes his decree in the works of creation and providence. So, God's decree can be compared to a blueprint. God's decree can be compared to a blueprint. God's work in creation... Be compared to the building of the house. And God's work in providence can be compared to the maintenance of that house. So the order is this first, God's decree, next, God's work of creation, and after that, God's work of providence. In just a moment, uh, we will ask the question what is creation? But I think it would be helpful to look ahead just a little bit in the catechism and to see that the question, what is providence, is on the way. So God decreed in eternity past all things that will come to pass. How does he carry that decree out? Well, first by creating the world that he has made, then in providence. And so we will talk about what creation is, and in a little while we will talk about what providence is. Question 14 of our catechism will ask, what are God's works of providence? Answer, God's works of providence are his most holy, wise, powerful, preserving and governing all his creatures and their actions. So so in providence God preserves and governs the world he has made. But here we are saying that first he created the world. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about creation now. Question 12 of our catechism asks, what is the work of creation? Answer again, hear it. The work of creation is God's making all things of nothing by the word of his power in the space of six days and all very good. The answer is so brief, but it's, it's, it's important. It, it, needs to be, it needs to be said. Creation is called a work, not because it made God tired, but because it was something that God did. You know. uh, creation is God's work. You and I get tired when we work, don't we? The day wears on and we find ourselves running out of energy. You know, We, we get tired when we work. God does not. We call creation God's work, not because he got tired when he did it, uh, but because it was something that he did. It was the execution or the outworking of this decree in eternity past. So he decreed and then he created the world in which we now live. So, what did God do when He created? He made all things of nothing. Genesis 1 1 communicates this. It says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So, before this act of creation, there was nothing at all. In the first act of creation, God brought the heavenly realm and the earthly realm into existence. Verse 2 of Genesis 1 tells us that the earthly realm was. Without form and void and darkness was over the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the water. So can you you picture it, right? Before God created the heavens and the earth, the heavenly realm and the earthly realm, there was nothing. Only God was there in the beginning, right? There was no created thing prior to this initial act of creation. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, so he creates the heavenly realm and the earthly realm. And what was the earthly realm like when God first made it? We're told that it was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. The Spirit of God was hovering over the water. So, so it was... I don't, chaotic is not the right word. It was not chaotic, because chaos implies that it was outside of God's control. That, that's not correct. But it certainly... Was not a place suitable for human habitation. It was not a place where man could live. You know, it was not the orderly universe as we now know it. And then in Genesis 1:3 uh, and following, we, we begin to hear about how God took the heaven, the, 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 the earthly realm that He had made in the beginning, and He began to form and fashion it into the universe as we know it today, a place suitable. For human habitation. The point is this: before the initial act of creation described in Genesis 1:1, there was nothing. God created the heavens, the earth, and all that is in them out of nothing. Other scriptures say the same thing. Perhaps one of the most famous is Colossians 1:16, which says. For by Him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things were created through Him and for Him, speaking of Christ. Hebrews 11.3 is also very clear. It says, By faith we understand that the universe was created by the Word of God so that what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. Isn't that interesting? What we see with our eyes... The visible things in this created world, they were made by God, but they were made out of nothing. They were not made out of pre-existing material. You and I have the ability to create things. Men and women are creative creatures, aren't we? We, we can make things. We can create things. It, I think it's a part of what, me, what it means to be made in the image of God. God is creator, with a capital C, and we are creative beings. We, we mirror him in, that, in this way. But know this, we cannot create as God created. We cannot create in the same way that God created. You and I can only create things out of pre-existing material. But God created out of nothing. And how did he create? We say he created all things of nothing by the word of his power. In Genesis chapter 1, there is a repeated refrain, and God said, and God said, and God said, and God said, said, let there be light, and there was light. God said, let there be an expanse in the midst of the waters, etc. This repeated refrain, and God said, tells us that God created by his word, by by the word of his power, He, he spoke, as it were, and it was, it came into being, whatever the thing was, light or the expanse in the midst of the waters, etc. Psalm 33.6 reflects upon this, saying, By the word of the Lord the heavens were made, and by the breath of his mouth all their hosts. And by the time we get to the New Testament, we understand that the word of God was not just the utterance of God, but the second person of the triune God, also called the Son John 1, 1 through 3 clearly mirrors Genesis 1 when it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. Isn't that marvelous? So in Genesis, we see the repeated refrain, And God said, but... With further revelation, we come to realize that this was not just God's voice, but rather God created through the eternal word of God, the Son. He created the world through Him and by the Spirit, which was said to be hovering over the face of the waters at the beginning. It's marvelous to consider. How did God create? By the word of His power. Um, And And how long did it take God to create? How long did it take Him to create? Uh, The answer is this. God made all things of nothing by the word of His power in the space of six days. I said this in the morning sermon, and I'll say it again. It did not take God six days to create the world. No, instead, God took six days to create the world. Can you see the difference between these two things? It's very minor. It's, It's a subtle Word change here, but the meanings of these two phrases are are very different. If I were to say to you that it took God six days to create the world, that would suggest that it took God so long because maybe he grew weary, you know, he had to accomplish so much work on day one and then he just was wore out. So he left more work for day two and so on and so forth. Or maybe God was overwhelmed with the magnitude of the work, you know, it was just too much for him to handle psychologically. Or perhaps he ran out of daylight, you know. <laughs> um, you no, know, those are things that you those are problems that you and I experience when we do work. You know, we can only get so much done in one day because we grow physically tired. We grow overwhelmed with the work, perhaps mentally. We do run out of daylight, not so with God. God, It did not take God six days to create the, uh, the heavens and the earth, but he took six days in order to establish a pattern for us to follow in our work and in our rest here in this world. As the scriptures say, for in six days the Lord made heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them and rested the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. He made it holy for us. The Sabbath was made not for God but for man. Lastly I ask, what was the condition or the quality of God's original creation? Answer, it was all very good. The phrase, and God saw that it was good is found throughout the creation account of Genesis 1. But it all culminates with this phrase in verse 31 of Genesis 1, And God saw everything that He had made, and behold, it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. As you know, not all is good in God's creation now. We will eventually come to talk about why that is. And that conversation concerning the fall of man into sin will also open the door to talk about God's work of redemption. How does God execute His decrees? How does He carry them out? Well, the first thing that God did is He created the heavens and the earth by the word of His power in the space of six days and all very good. After that, God providentially governs and sustains this created world that He has made. But we will come to consider the question of sin. Why is everything not good in this world now? Well, man fell into sin, and then that will give us an opportunity to speak also of God's work of redemption. So here is how God carries out His decrees, through the work of creation, through the work of providence, also through the work of redemption. How does God execute his decrees? God executes his decrees in the works of creation and providence. And what is the work of creation? The work of creation is God making all things of nothing by the word of his power in the space of six days and all very good. Brothers and sisters, let us be sure to see the world in this way. If you've been brought up in the church or in a Christian home, these questions and answers might seem almost too basic, you know? Uh, Well, of course this is true. God created in the beginning, and he did so in this way. But but these are foundational things that we're considering. We need to be sure to see the world in this way. We must know that there is God, and there is his creation. Besides these two things, nothing exists. And let us not forget that this creation and everything that happens within it will be to the glory of God, the creator, who is infinite, eternal, and unchangeable. In his being, wisdom, power, holiness, justice, goodness, and truth. These are very good foundations that are being laid for us here in this portion of our catechism. And so we must treasure them in our minds and in our hearts. Let's bow for a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for the scriptures, which are authoritative to us. They tell us who you are, O God, what we are to believe concerning you. They tell us what you require of us. May we cherish the Word of God, the Holy Scriptures. We thank you for this catechism and the tool that it is for us to use in order to understand, to rightly divide the Word of Truth. Uh, We thank you for it. It is beneficial to us. Help us to see um, your works, the works of creation and providence, according to the truth of your Word. Help us to see you as Creator God and also the one who is sovereign over all things, even today. May this bring focus to our lives. May this cause us to live in a way that is pleasing to you. May this bring peace to our hearts as well. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.